Australia is here, we'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future. Through the PNG Australia partnership, we have a long collaboration with the government of PNG and Health. And we work side by side with the PNGDF and, and their Department of Defence. PNG and Australian governments also prioritise the need to address the issue of family and sexual violence. Australia's assistance to Papua New Guinea really covers all sectors. Good afternoon and welcome to the Australian Eye Commission on a program. We're pleased that you have joined us as we look at the various work being done here in the country through the Papua New Guinea-Australia Partnership. In this edition, we will focus on the Economic Governance Program. Here with me in the studio is Kim Northwood from the Australian Eye Commission Economic Team. Welcome, Kim. Thank you, True, and happy noon, True. Nambalong me, Kim. Me work long Australian High Commission, long Mosby. Now, me look out him one plus development program, uh, what do you call them, Dispola Development Program, the Economic Governance and Inclusive Growth Partnership. Uh, the Economic Governance and Inclusive Growth Program, uh, Emmy work one time, Namal Australia na PNG, long strongum responsible economic management, uh, na diversify PNG's economy. Australia provides $15 million this year to this program and it has been running over the past six years. This program is in line with the goals set out in Australia's 2017 Foreign Policy White Paper and the Australia PNG Comprehensive Strategic Economic Partnership. This program aims to contribute to security, stability, basic service delivery and inclusive growth for all Papua New Guineans. In particular, the program aims at improving the macroeconomic stability and fiscal management uh, and, and promote inclusive economic growth. Dispala program, igat tupla pasim long supportim government lo PNG, macroeconomic stability and management and private sector development and inclusive growth. Number one, Pasim Lo Sportim Government Lo PNG, Dispola Pasim Sportim Work Lo Department of Treasury, Department of Finance, and the Internal Revenue Commission. Technical assistance is provided to these agencies to strengthen corporate governance and budget processes. The rollout of the integrated financial management system at provincial level and also to assist the tax office. The second way which the program helps is for the private sector development and inclusive growth arm, which works across stakeholders within both government agencies and the private sector to identify and provide solutions to improve the operating environment for businesses, particularly small and medium uh, small and medium-sized enterprises. This work includes support to the government of PNG to undertake regulatory reform and assist in the establishment of markets across various sectors, including secondary capital markets, agriculture chains, and creative cultural industries. 
Dispolar Economic Program by Pinisim Longman, April 2022. Mipola work long dispolar time, long government, long PAG, belong Mekem Wanpola Nupola program behind them uh, time dispola program Emi Pinis. Although 2020 was a challenging year, a highlight was the signing of the Australia-Papua New Guinea Comprehensive Strategic and Economic Partnership, or CSEP for short. Can you explain what CSEP is, its main objectives, and some practical examples of how it will benefit Papua New Guinea and how this will help further strengthen the PNG-Australia partnership? Thank you. Thank you, too. Prime Minister Morrison now Prime Minister Marape, you've been signing Dispala uh, Comprehensive Strategic Economic Partnership, long number five day, long one August 2020. Following many months of negotiation between Australian and Papua New Guinean ministers and officials, the CSEP provides a framework for deepening bilateral cooperation between Australia. Uh, and PNG, including in areas such as security, trade and investment, governance, development cooperation, health, education, gender equality, climate change, people to people and institutional links. Uh, Dispola partnership, Emi Strongim Sindown Namel Australia na PNG. And this is all underpinned by a commitment to achieving concrete outcomes by 2030. The main objectives of the partnership uh, are to improve and deepen the relationship between Australia and PNG for the benefit of both nations. There are six pillars to the agreement. Pillar number one, strong democracies for a stable future. This is going to assist to promote democratic institutional capacity. Pillar number two, close friends and enduring ties. This will assist to deepen ties between people and institutions in Australia and PNG. Pillar number three, economic partnership for prosperity. This will assist to improve economic growth and development in PNG. Pillar number four, strategic cooperation for security and stability. This will assist in promoting greater security coordination between our two countries. Pillar number five, social and human development. This will assist to drive human development and work towards achieving the sustainable development goals. And pillar number six, Near Neighbours Global Partners, which supports Australia and PNG to work together on the global stage in institutions such as the, uh, such as APEC, the UN, the World Trade Organization, and other international institutions. Some practical examples of how it will benefit PNG. Uh, Australia and PNG are already putting the CSEP into action. This has been demonstrated most recently through our joint response to natural disasters and to the COVID-19 pandemic. For example, Australia is assisting with the COVID-19 response in PNG. This has included deployment of Australian medical assistance teams to provide on-the-ground support 
and help strengthen PNG government systems, support for COVID-19 testing, provision of PPE and information campaigns, and support to help PNG's provinces. Uh, long number 17 day long man march dispola year prime minister morrison he talk out one pala assistant package long halavim png respond um, uh, long na downum um, covid 19 in silo png another example is in the security area where we will soon commence negotiations on a bilateral security treaty which is a key outcome of the Comprehensive Strategic and Economic Partnership and is intended to better represent the breadth of our security cooperation. The Defence Cooperation Program in Papua New Guinea is providing the Australian Defence Force's largest international response to COVID-19, supporting uh, operations, infrastructure, equipment and border security. And then a third example of how CSEP will assist and improve relationships, improve the relationship between Australia and PNG is through economic recovery. Australia has given comprehensive support to PNG. We agreed to refinance an existing $300 million US loan provided in late 2019 and to provide a further US $100 million loan to assist PNG to continue the delivery of core government services, such as healthcare and education. We'll also continue programs to improve the business, the business environment, and we will continue to work through the Australian Infrastructure Financing Facility for the Pacific to draw in financing for strategic and large-scale quality infrastructure projects. These projects will help economic recovery and job creation. And that was Kim Northwood outlining the work done through the Economic Governance Program in the country. We will now take a short break and when we return, we hear about Australia's support to PNG's response to the African swine fever and fall armyworm in Kajan. Colors of life and motion. NBC. Real PNG. This pela and one pela big pela talk survey igolongol man meri. CKSF ikalap igolongol nara pela peles long highlands na emken kilimol peak belong yumi. Suppose yumi no walk in one pela something now. Noken karim peak long one pela hap igolong nara pela. Noken karim peak meet long walkabout belong you. Na bani sim all peak belong you. Puti my longol peak na ringim nakia long 101332. O talk survey longol walkman long place belong you. Suppose peaky sick or in die. Tokaraitikam na National Agriculture Quarantine and Inspection Authority. Welcome back to the Australian High Commission on a program. We are now joined by National Agriculture Quarantine and Inspection Authority Chief Veterinary Officer Dr. Ilagi Puana and Farmer Plus PNG Country Manager Mr. Sidney Suma. Um, firstly, I would like for us to talk about the African swine fever. If I may start with you, Dr. Puana, how is the government of Papua New Guinea through Nakia addressing ASF? And what are the social and economic implications, particularly at the farming community level? Thank you. Um, in terms of response to ASF, 
or African swine fever. Uh, Nakia's uh, strategy is based on uh, strategic containment of the disease through control of movement of pigs. So basically, it's containment lines, establishing containment lines through check road checkpoints, and also uh, attending to what we call a disease incidence reporting and surveillance to ensure that the disease uh, attended and, and then we trace back, trace forward to ensure that we uh, eliminate pockets of infection. So that's our strategy of trying to, to eliminate the virus as, at the same time trying to control the spread to other parts of PNG. At the moment, the, the Upper Highlands province of Hela and Southern Highlands are declared disease area under the law. So that gives me as chief veterinary officers uh, necessary put measures to control the disease in this area. Obviously ASF is a very devastating disease. It's a viral disease. Kills very quickly pigs. Unfortunately it doesn't affect humans. So that's a good news. But it affects pigs very badly. And the mortality can go up to 100%. So in a knife big population like we have, this is a very serious disease because it, we don't have vaccines to control this disease too. So you can imagine we're working in a situation where we don't have treatments for this disease, we don't have vaccines for this disease, we have movements of pigs culturally, socially, that's beyond our control. So it's a very challenging disease for us, but we're trying our best. But the economic implication is that when this came, it's very difficult to farm commercially. Yeah? Especially with the SME farming, the smallholder farming community. It's very difficult because you need to set up a very high biosecurity practices and, and, you know, uh, in, in your farming system. You must also pen. Now, locally in the highlands where the disease is normally a free-ranging big population. Yeah? very little commercial farming. So the strategy for us, most of our commercial farming, and they are fairly aware about these things, so they got very high biosecurity standards in their farm, and it's basically in the Morabi province, all our big farmers. And that's why we are a bit worried, because if it gets into Morabi, it will get eventually get into the commercial farm, but the commercial farms are very, they know it's a costly to them. But we need, to, we need to farm pigs for our domestic consumption. So we need to establish farms that can be viable in the midst of ASF. And even COVID-19 is also putting a lot of pressure into it. But in a way, it's helping because it's moving, restricting movement of people. So we're trying to piggyback on that uh, issue. Uh, so we have strategies, and this is for the next six months of our work plan is to is to zone the areas and 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 what we call compartmentalization to make sure that uh, these farms or these areas are maintained monitored and the farmers in there are, are trained to establish their farm to uh, to up, up uh upskill them to to ensure their farms have biosecurity practice in place. That is no people moving in and out. So we can still do that. 
with the will of the farmers, it can be done. So that's our next strategy, especially for the SME and also the commercial farmers to come in and support it. Can you briefly tell us some challenges um, from your organization in combating this animal disease? A lot of challenges, I might say. Yeah. Uh, being pig cultured society in the highlands, uh, where pig is a very high commodity, pig is a high value uh, a product. Uh, movement of these animals to and fro through social cultural obligations like uh, bride price, peace ceremonies, mocha, live pig exchange, and these kind of things are actually working against us because. Uh, it's not movement control at all. You can imagine the disease spreads with movement of pigs. So this, public, this traditional cultural obligations are actually working against our, our, our response strategy. Our effort now is to change the attitude or change behavior. And that's a big challenge, I might add. Two, there's a very lack inadequate resources within Nakia, also very little support uh, 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 from national and local politicians and provincial administrations is a huge challenge for us. Our funding for, for this through the government to NEC something has actually yet to be released, although approved last year. I think those are the main core ones, there are a lot, I might tell. Farmer Plus, through support provided under the PNG Australia Partnership, has been actively involved in supporting this response. Mr. Suma, can you tell us a bit more about this animal disease? Thank you for the questions. Uh, with regard to the animal disease, the basic information is to let the people know that the disease does kill pigs. And it kills pigs. Uh, the pigs die from the disease. Uh, they don't die from sorcery or, or other illnesses. Um, and the disease has been spreading, as the chief veterinary officer has mentioned, through movement of, of people, uh, tr basically through movement of mumu pig and other pig products. So the disease itself is not moving on its own. It's people who are, who are moving those diseases. So just in a sense repeating what the CVO has mentioned is that movement control, movement of people actually does help us in in, in preventing the disease from, from moving. But if we look at the sort of the socioeconomic aspects of the disease, um, pig, as we all know, is, is, is a real big, big social. It, it acts as a social bank. It, it acts as a dispute settlement mechanism. It acts as so many things. So just before the disease in question or the disease was discovered in Papua New Guinea, uh, the program did an economic analysis on what would be the impact of ASF coming into the country. And the sort of economic, um, the conservative estimates that the, the natural economist or resource economist has determined was about 6.7 to 13.1 billion kina. Uh, those figures are very conservative because we were using a unit price of 2,000 kina for for big pigs in the highlands and 300 
Kina for piglets. We know quite well that that is not the price in, in the Highlands. The prices are actually a lot higher. So you, you're looking at, in, in terms of economic value, quite a substantial amount of resource that's held in, in, in form of the value of the pigs. We will now take a short break. More after these short messages. NBC. More real PNG stories, real PNG local news, and real PNG facts. Communicating real PNG with you. We are for real. This is an important public announcement. ASF has spread to other parts of the Highlands and will continue to kill our pigs if we do not act now. Help stop ASF by stop moving live pigs between provinces, stop carrying pig meat when you travel, and keep your pigs enclosed in fences or pens. Look out for your pigs being unwell and call Nakia on 1801332 or your local authorities to report sick or dead pigs. Authorized by the National Agriculture Quarantine and Inspection Authority. Welcome back. We have with us the National Agriculture and Quarantine Inspection Authority Chief Veterinary Officer Dr. Ilagi Puana and Farmer Plus PNG Country Manager Mr. Sidney Suma who are talking to us about the African swine fever and fall armyworm incursion. Mr. Suma, I understand apart from ASF assistance, Farmer is also supporting the response to the fall armyworm incursion. Before you can tell us about the work being done, can you briefly tell us what fall armyworm is? Fall armyworm uh, is the caterpillar of a moth uh, that feeds on leaves, stems and plant parts of, of plants. Um, it affects crop plants, about 80 plus crop plants, uh, but predominantly cereal crops, you know, crops like corn, sorghum, rice, uh, and um, it was first discovered in, in the Western province in about Feb 2020. Basically, uh, last year it was discovered. But between that time and now, the, the moth has actually spread across the whole country. Now, one of the reasons for the, for the spread is that the moth itself can get up to the, to the jet streams, to the wind, into the wind, and can fly for almost a hundred kilometers in a night. So when we have the, the easterly winds, uh, of course these moths uh, will, will fly. With both this biosecurity risk and disease present, how is PharmaPlus supporting efforts to combat them? Yeah, thank you very much for that fairly important questions. Our support to the government of PNG is predominantly in a partnership with with Nakia. We currently have an MOU with Nakia that covers African swine fever, um, the fall army worm work, uh, some capacity building work for, for Nakia as well. So the, the support is quite substantial because we have teams on the ground up in the, in the three Highlands provinces to start with and then now we have four Highlands provinces and there are uh, continuous teams there. So it is quite substantial amount of, um, you know, significant support that we're giving to, to the office. 
Uh, with regard to Fall Amiwem, our support has predominantly been to determine the extent of the spread of the of the bug of, of Fall Amiwem. So we have supported surveys in all the border provinces. So that's Western, um, Gulf, Sandan, and Arab. And then we did uh, provinces for status on the eastern, eastern southern part. So we did surveys in, in Central and Melin Bay. Uh, that complemented other surveys that were done by Nakia on, with their own funding and with their own resources and by Nari as well. So with Folami, when we have managed to survey the, at least most of the provinces in, in the country and that's where we can confidently say that the, that the um, insect has moved. We've been quite conscious with encouraging the involvement of female scientists, of, of young ladies, that they, particularly in Nakia. So as part of the support to Nakia, there's a significant number, amount of, of direct support to, to all the young scientists that are there. And linked to that was the risk communication. And I had sorry, forgotten to mention the risk communication. You would have seen all the uh, radio ads, the TV ads, the newspaper ads. Um, there's been a lot of resources been put into running uh, risk communication messages for for and on um, uh, what's this on African swine fever, and the risk communication messages are on in in all three languages. We have risk communication materials in English, Tok Pidgin, and in Motu. Before we conclude, are there any additional information or take-home messages you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, thank you very much. Um, uh, take-home message. Uh, Nakia is one only organization. It's got very limited funding on its own. Uh, we are thankful to, to especially FAO, DAO, uh, DAO is the Department of Agriculture, Water Resources in Australia. And may uh, and more so to MFAT, uh, Mr. Foreign Affairs Trade, New Zealand, and DFAT, uh, to the Pharma uh, Plus program, has contributed tremendously to the logistic awareness as well. And I forgot to mention awareness, but awareness is an integral component of our ASF response package. We believe this, this disease can be controlled. We just need farmers and local communities leaders to be aware that we can control disease by restricting movement of pigs. That's it. It has been done in other countries and it can be done here. But it's a big country, socially different people and culturally. So we are asking a big thing, but if we can restrict movement or adhere to Nakia, uh, uh, movement restrictions, uh, I will appreciate that. So those listeners listening, please convey this to others who are not less fortunate to hear this interview. That's all I am asking for. Thank you. Thank you. Um, for take-home message, just to re-echo what um, Dr. Pona has mentioned, please do not move move pigs, particularly cooked pigs, moo pigs and all that. And if you're going home to the highlands, 
of visiting do not bring back pig and, and pork products back to your provinces. That's quite important that we can help restricting uh, those uh, messages to people who are moving informally. Uh, if you are a buoy trader and you're running buoy on on small crafts and all that, please do not take take pork or pork products. That's the easiest way we can spread the disease. So um, it's, it's important we, we don't do that. Uh, we also have to remember that that pigs are dying because of ASF, because of the disease. They're not dying because of sanguma or wada or, or sorcery or what have you. They are dying because of the disease. So please do not think that it's there and you start, start in a conflict because of your pigs dying. Um, so that's that's important. Um, with regard, just just to echo the, the thank you message to the governments of Australia and and New Zealand and, and the tremendous support they've been given through the program that we we implement. Uh, it is making a difference to the country. It does support our people, not only to to the ASF and Folami when work, but the, the greater biosecurity and trade facilitation work. Uh, we, are, we are grateful for that. And though I had not mentioned about the other programs that the, pro, um, the other activities that Pharma Plus Lawrence, um, that is, that is uh, normal day-to-day -day work for us. And um, if you need any information, you're welcome to contact the Australian High Commission or the New Zealand High Commission or, or directly to, to the Pharma Plus Program Office. And you can find us on, on social media or on, on website and, of course, on the um, risk communication materials that we produce. Thank you very much. And that concludes this edition of the Australian Eye Commission on a program. Do join us again next month as we bring you more on the Australian-supported work being done here in Papua New Guinea through the Papua New Guinea-Australia Partnership. Until next time, bye for now. Australia is here, we'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future. Through the PNG Australia Partnership, we have a long collaboration with the Government of PNG and Health. And we work side by side with the PNGDF and, and their Department of Defence. PNG and Australian governments also prioritise the need to address the issue of family and sexual violence. Australia's assistance to Papua New Guinea really covers all sectors. NBC. Real PNG stories. Real PNG stories. Real PNG news. Real PNG news. NBC. Real PNG.